Motherfucking rocking episode 60 in this motherfucker. I got tasting across from me. You already know it's your girl Taylor on the mic. And who you got sitting across from you, boo? It's my girl Lex, the big one, not the little one. It's giving big energy today. <laughs> I'm trying. I like it. <laughs> What's up, girl? I just seen you. I know. I feel like I see you every day this week. Thank you for joining me last night. Can you I tell them what you did? <laughs> So my nigga be hosting comedy shows or whatever. So he had one last night that he was promoting. And I just went ahead and bought two tickets. I was like, Tay, you trying to go to this with me? I didn't tell him I was going. Gave him no kind of heads up. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop up. I'm going to just surprise him. So me and Taylor, you know, my good sis, she accompanies me. We drive all the way out to fucking Hapeville. Mm -hmm. It was just so anticlimactic, the part with me and him, like... Seen him a couple times, and it was like a high and by. Yes, he was working the crowd or whatever, but I just mm-hmm. felt like I deserved more. Like, what, I don't know. He could have been up on stage. Like, all right, should I see? okay, I see some see somebody in the front here for me. Is that uh, what you wanted? I don't know. <laughs> Y'all, she wanted a whole scene. That's what you wanted? I feel like that's really what you wanted. I don't know. I wanted something. I wanted more than just a a walk by. Oh, thanks for coming. Well, he did, he did say, I see you got it all out for me. Because I was showing some skin last night or whatever. A lot of skin. Bitch, first of all, <laughs> why? I, I don't know about we, but typically when I go to comedy shows, somehow I get sat in the front. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that's the worst place to mm-hmm. be. The worst at a comedy show. Because they're going to talk shit about mm-hmm. you. And we made it all the way until the last. We the last almost shit. was there, y'all. <laughs> Everybody else was getting roasted. Mm-hmm. That one couple, man. That, yeah, that was bad. But no, y'all, I go to the bathroom because I kind of got a little too fucked up. Like, I thought we was going to have to leave early. Yeah, y'all, we was lit. Them drinks had us lit. You was way, you always overdo it. But it was one drink. Yeah, it was one drink. It was one drink. And, but the weed was good too. Mm-hmm. You told me, you warned me about I the weed. I warned you, bitch. I couldn't even sit up straight. I was sweating. So I was like, let me get up and go to the bathroom. So I got up and went to the bathroom, collected myself. And then on the way out, I'm going to sit down. And the comedian comedian on stage, shout out to Erica Duchess. Mm -hmm. She's been on a couple podcasts I've listened to. So I was kind of familiar with her. But she was like, okay, big titties. I see you big titties got them all out. All right, big titties. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. And then she starts focusing on me and Taylor. She's like, oh, that's your girlfriend? I was like, yeah. She was like, no, like, your girlfriend, girlfriend? I said, yeah. She said, oh, so y'all y'all be eating pussy? I was like, yeah. Taylor over there, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, at this point, it's too late. Like, when I'm going to yell out and scream, no, wait, she's lying. She knew not to embarrass I was me. like, I'm going to just go along with the shit. So she focuses on us for a little bit. Then she keeps going. Then she comes back yeah, to us. She was like, none of y'all got kids? Then she was like, the funniest part, she was like, so ain't no nigga ever none of y'all. Y'all was not going to she said, you don't got no kids? I said, no. She said, so ain't nobody ever nothing, y'all. No. I said, nope. She was like, damn, y'all be eating pussy for real. I was like, I wanted to yep. be like, now, hold, hold on. <laughs> Taylor, like, nah, I be getting eight, and I don't be eating. And she was like, what she said? She said, um, y'all really look alike. And then the and rest I of the audience like, was like, mm, yeah, they do. They sure do. <laughs> like, what is this? oh yeah so thank you for being my girlfriend last night of course anytime i'm always there for that what else you got going on um what else i got going on oh y'all i was in the middle of a tornado on sunday crazy right so we in the middle of our game it's our championship mind y'all we're winning eight to three so we like tapping that ass and bitch out of nowhere we just start seeing the sand go in a circle first you know how you could see the storm before it gets there mm-hmm. so we could see we could like hear the rain from the other side of town so we all looking like this already looks suspect so i'm like y'all is it about to rain it was like don't shh, don't wish us bad luck don't be jinxing us i'm like no guys there's a storm <laughs> literally coming our way so we're literally in the middle of the game Dirt and sand starts twirling. Girl, everybody's tents is flying around. Chairs is flying. Like, 
it was crazy. So they had to stop the game. What'd you do? What you mean? Did you run to your car? I ran to a building. I ran behind this this like really thick girl. I don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> I don't know what. Thicker than you? Yes. Oh, you said she big. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what did you mean thick? And I ducked down, <laughs> and she was like, "Bitch, what you doing?" I was like, "I don't know where to go." I would have been so offended. I didn't, but it wasn't, it was just the closest thing to me. Like, I didn't know what to do, where to go. And so, girl, the the dugout, it has flipped over. Like, everything, yes, it was crazy. It was so crazy. I don't think motherfuckers know what to do in case of a tornado at any given moment. Get somewhere, I think, what, like a basement or something like that? I'm saying, like, if you're not at a basement, you're supposed to get in a basement, or, you know, we all used to go somewhere with no windows Mm -hmm. and do the little drills. I don't think they do tornado drills in schools anymore. I think you have to, yeah, because we do them at work. Oh, we do fire drills. I never did a tornado oh, drill yeah, at work. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just to make sure we know now? where the emergency exits are. And then the fire drill really serves as, like, any kind of drill. Because, like, a shooter drill. I think we... You got to know where the nearest emergency exit is. It's a drill, is. you know? So, I think... I don't but know. But tornado would be different. Yeah. Because you got to... First off, you got to stay in. Mm-hmm, that's true. <laughs> and our building is full know. of glass. I'm like, where would we... I don't go? know. That's a good question. But do you avoid the elevators? And why do only schools do tornado drills? Right. Why is it not like, do hospitals do tornado drills? Honestly, I don't remember doing a tornado drill in high school. I remember doing tornado drills in like elementary school and middle school. Even middle school. I don't remember doing one. That's why I'm like, I think it's a thing of the past. I think we was the last generation to just do tornado drills. Or is it the older you get? Like... Don't give a fuck what. Basically, like, <laughs> you too big to get blown up in the wind. I don't know. Damn. But yeah, so that's what happened to me on Sunday. So now we have to reschedule our kickball game because we literally had to stop playing in the middle of the game. Mm. Yeah. And then did I see you Monday? Oh, we've been going to the gym. We've been doing a Mondays yes. have been our day. Mm-hmm. Mondays have been. I don't know about this Monday because we're throwing something on the grill. Oh, yeah, Let's be going in the morning. Oh, we can go okay. in the morning. I'm down with the morning. Yeah. Bitch. I was like, oh, yeah. But I'm like, no, we could definitely go in the morning. I got to work Monday, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. we could do Tuesday morning. Okay. It's probably closed. Mm. We'll we figure, figure it out. It out. <laughs> Okay. We'll figure it out. Well, besides popping up on niggas, work for me has been crazy. They just really? announced, well, I kind of knew ahead of time, but they just fired this other guy on one of the teams. So we done had two motherfuckers fired, two people quit or moved apartments. They pulling me to come help with shit that I'm not supposed to be doing no more because I moved up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, girl, work been crazy. Then I had some car trouble. I don't think I told y'all that last week, but... um. That's also why I'm putting in overtime. Mm. I got to get a new oxygen sensor or whatever. They just be coming up with new parts on these cars. Because I'm like, bitch, I can breathe. What you mean? Oxi- I sense oxygen in this motherfucker. Yeah, I, I wonder if certain stuff is with certain cars because I never needed that on my car. Girl, I don't know. Apparently, it monitors the oxygen going into the engine. and I, I don't know. But mm. So that's coming up. But um, yeah, that's it. Did you have anything else besides kickball? Hell no, that's it. <laughs> Intuition. You know what? Intuition told you to stand behind that big bitch. Oh, period. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also my intuition is I wanna say like I'm going back and forth with um what I want out of like a relationship. Stop. Yeah, my intuition is like getting me back and forth so i don't know it's just like a weird thing i've been having with my intuition with relationships so you know what think on that because i wanted that to be a topic Mm -hmm. but i wanted more time and it was going to be what is it that we want out of a relationship Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people talk about what they want in a partner Mm -hmm. i want this kind of guy this kind of guy but what is it that you actually want in a relationship? So we should both brainstorm on that mm-hmm. and then talk I know about what I it want in a relationship. So why are you going back and forth? It's just if I'm ready for it, like now, hmm. you know, like in this lifetime. In this lifetime, yeah, like today. That's not what that means, bitch. I, I mean, think- in my lifetime right now, like, but I know when I get into a relationship, what I want out of a relationship. Bitch, you saying this lifetime, and I'm thinking, all right, so like in a hundred years, yeah, when you come reincarnated <laughs> as somebody else, I'm like, damn, huh? yeah, okay. Well, my intuition is currently telling me that this nigga really don't give a fuck about me. Ooh. 
Cause he he didn't even text me last night. He texted me this morning talking about at one oh four talking about some I was surprised to see you. You looked good as fuck. I said, Oh wow, you saw me? Just being a dickhead. Wait, let them know this is who we went to the comedy show for. Oh yes. You didn't so say that part. My intuition <laughs> is telling me that this comedy nigga just really don't give a fuck about me. After all these years, it just wasn't enough for me. Yeah. It wasn't enough. And so he hit me up at one o'clock today and he said, I was surprised to see you. You looked good as fuck. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, wow. You saw me. He said, watch out. Even in the dark, baby, you going to shine bright. I ain't gonna lie, I love it. I love the fucking energy. I didn't. I said thanks. That's all I said. Did you put lowercase t? No, it was just, that was even worse to me. No punctuation, just thanks. He said, did you enjoy the show? I said, towards the end, yeah. He said, all the women, I assume. I said, yeah. He said, did I make you laugh? I said, a couple chuckles. He said, I feel it. I ain't say nothing. So then he texted me an hour ago and said, can I see you? I said, you don't fuck with me for real. And he Love said, it. I swear I do. And I'm not responding. My intuition is telling me, bitch. Fuck that nigga. Put him on ice. Ooh. I don't know about fuck him. But put him on ice. Because it's just, it's not giving what I wanted to give. Okay. Have you outgrown? Well, we'll talk about that topic. But I'm just curious. Because I feel like you, you seem like just over it. It's just, it was fun and exciting. And yeah. like, don't, 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 don't. Now I'm just like, <sighs> Yeah, it's getting bored. It's running its course. It's okay. really running its and course. That happens. So. That happens. Okay, so we talk ready to get into some topics, please. Giving up that p a <laughs> I think we know what that means. Mm-hmm. So Pussy. Lex, yes, period. When dating a guy, or you know, maybe not even dating, y'all just kicking it, hanging out. What is one thing he has to do for you to be like, okay, I can finally give it up now? Um, let me go, please. <laughs> I'm gonna say consistency. Like, if you texted me, first of all, like, I'm not giving it up the first night, but like, if you texted me like every day before while we first kicking it, hanging out, and you like act like you really want to hang out with me and see me, honestly, that's enough potential. Like, of course, you got to be like a good person like it's at least seem like you a good person overall and act like you got your head on right Mm -hmm. but like as far as like what he has to do like for me I would say like you need to text me like every day for the first week even if we don't talk every day and we become solid for you to get in my draws I need you to at least be consistent yeah like yeah communication I'll give it that I need you to be uh, act like you want me I'm gonna say this word gets a lot it has a negative connotation but you gotta be a little thirsty for Mm -hmm. me but not too thirsty that's the thing you can't be too thirsty but Mm -hmm. yeah you gotta act like yeah like you gotta be on me Mm -hmm. I think that's the really the only thing like if you say I, I, I meet you Monday and I don't hear from you from like till Wednesday and then you hit me up again like Friday Mm-hmm. Not while you trying to get the pee You yeah. know like maybe After a couple months of us like Hanging out kicking it I'm not pressed to talk to you Every day but if you really trying To get it you need to be Texting my line every day I'll say I need a nigga <laughs> To be like providing a Vibe for it mm-hmm. to happen so If you is trying to get some don't think you I'm gonna just pull up and it's broad daylight And I'm gonna just start fucking mm-hmm. You need to be like man I'm trying to go get a drink Like you just you need to put in some effort To set the tone, the tone. okay mm-hmm. Cause I'm not saying I be I, I'm, I don't be holding out but I'm saying I got Some standards and mm-hmm. I, I need to there needs to be some drinking involved. <laughs> so, so I know so I agree with the drinking. Like something, like something that loosens us up and yeah. provides us something that to make me comfortable, basically, mm-hmm. and be willing to bust it open. I'm not gonna lie, this might sound easy. You ain't gotta like necessarily take me out on a date because, like, you know, say we vibing or like, you know, I've been in situations where we had to fill out the vibe before we even go on a date. That's how I you know. Be. So yes. it's like <clears throat> I ain't like asking you to take me on a date date but like like Lex said at least have like can we take get some shots in Mm -hmm. can like can you roll up one exactly you like act like you want to put on at least a good show a good movie like get a good song just act like you want me to feel comfortable you know you but you don't gotta like take me out on a date or nothing like that i'm not gonna say that's like the one thing you gotta do for me to give out but I mean, honest I some, i'm telling you me personally i be kind of needing the dick before a date and that's gonna sound real backwards but 
I feel it. A day is real time. I'm stepping mm-hmm. out with you. I'm associating myself with you. And basically, I'm trying to see if it's even worth it. Like, mm-hmm. is this good for me to even be trying to, like... Facts. Be out in public. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, what else? I'm trying to think of what else would, like, really... Damn, it sounds bad. It's like, are we easy? What he got to do? This? I mean, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's understood that we really don't... As much as we be, like, acting like we press for niggas to be doing this and that... We really be letting niggas slide. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would definitely, I would say people definitely think I let niggas slide. I think they think you a little more strict. Probably a little more strict, but overall, I mean, you gotta at least be like doing right in life, you know, yeah. like for me to even look your way. No offense, but I'm saying as far as like the energy you give off for me to give it up. I mean, you just gotta act like you press for me for my time and act like you want to see me. Like, and the thing is. Act like you want to, like, just see me. You know, mm-hmm. like, don't act like you just trying to get some from me. Yeah. So, like, if you want to link or something, just be like, I want to see you or, like, I miss you. Not just, like, I'm trying to fuck. You that's know? What I, that's what I meant when I said I want you to be thirsty, but not too thirsty. So, thirsty to get to know me as far as hitting up every day. Thirsty to hear from me. Thirsty, be on mm-hmm. my body that way. But don't be thirsty to where you, like, just outright being like, when I'm going to get that pussy. Yeah, or like, sending me inappropriate pictures. Well, like... Well, Lex and I like that, but that's a no for me because you yeah. not that's that would make me not want to give it up. Yeah, and all these things are typically, honestly, <clears throat> right now. I don't know if any of that would work. I told you I'm in a weird space right now, mm-hmm. so I ain't, I've only gave it up this year to this nigga. So you saying I need to give more energy, or like it could be less energy? And you'll I don't think budge. it's I I don't think there's anything anyone could do right now until mm-hmm. I get out of this space of whatever I'm in. Gotcha. You know, so gotcha. yeah, gotcha. Okay, girl. So, mm-mm-mm. let's go on to my topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of inspired by recent events in our own personal life that okay. has me thinking of this one. <laughs> and um, I'm curious to know how you feel about helping people <laughs> cheat, whether it's your guy friends, mm-hmm. maybe even your female friends. Would you help mm-hmm. your female friends? Like, what are your boundaries when it comes to aiding in doggish behavior i feel like you know what if it's not like a how can i say this if i'm helping a nigga cheat his bitches know he cheating you know in that type of sense like i'm not like acting like i'm not gonna entertain a situation where like this nigga is like he he portrayed i'm not gonna do help Mm. a nigga if he portrays to be like a great partner you know or like a just never cheated in his life just a a a loyal you Mm -hmm. know i'm not gonna help you be the person you're not you know but like if your partner and your girl and you're like whoever it is you're talking to knows who you are i will i'll entertain you i'll 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 help you out you know have you done that before hell yeah got a lot of homeboys you got damn right can you be vague and give a example of how different examples i got so many um okay this one time my my homeboy he was you know he lived in a different city Mm -hmm. so you know in another city he was he he lived with his girl and during holidays it's kind of hard for him to come down and you know, take care of his other girl. Mm-hmm. So I would like do stuff as far as like Valentine's Day, like go to his side chick, give her like chocolate candy from him though. Like so, he know, would send you the money. Yeah, he'll send me the money, like the funds, over send me funds, like mm-hmm. just as for me going out of the way. Because you, you know, know a serv- he's paying for a service. Yeah, this is definitely a service. Um, so I would just like you know make sure you know get her give her chocolate, her candy, whatever it is. Um, it was another situation where. He did something for one of his other girls for her birthdays. I kind of like hooked it up, made the reservation, like set everything up, you know, stuff like that. Like, I'm going to fuck with you if you need my services. There might be a market for that. Like, Mm. deliver cheat. (laughs) Deliver cheat. Hi, I'm here with your deliver cheat. I'm here to help my nigga cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Have you? Have I helped somebody cheat? Mm. It's not. I mean, is it helping? Yeah, I guess it's helping cheat. I mean, I helped as far as maybe not ratted them out, mm-hmm. but as far as like actually, like really, you invested, like you kind of in the middle of it, like yeah, <laughs> you no. Partook. And I might sound really high and mighty, like nah, I don't help niggas cheat. Uh, I, 
technically, I guess I have helped niggas cheat because I have been, been the, the, <laughs> the other woman. Yeah. So in that regard, <laughs> that's where I help niggas cheat <laughs> by me being the other woman. And even then, I've sat there and listened to a nigga argue with his girl and I'm sitting there in a bed and I'm like... Well, I mean, I, you got to think of where she's coming from. Like, I'm over here trying to speak like you really can't girl. you really can't be mad at her because look at what you're doing right mm-hmm. now. It's like, man, it ain't the fucking same. <laughs> I'm like, well, so I still even when I'm helping a nigga cheat, I still be trying to get him to act right. Yeah. But what I'm going to do? That's true. So you ain't the homewrecker. OK, so what about your friends? Like, let's My say you have like what if it's like a married friend? I don't have those friends right now, but I do feel like there is a friend group where they marry or they've been together for a long time and like everybody know they fuck with other people. You know, like it's cheating, but not really cheating. I feel like in that situation, I might help my bitch cheat. Like her and her nigga got this understanding. I mean, he might not know exactly she's talking to somebody, but they both kind of know, like, they both messing around with other people. I would definitely help her cheat, for but sure. what does that even look like? So, not say, minding your business is one thing, because mm-hmm. you technically you could say that's helping, because you know when you're not saying anything, but that's mm-hmm. minding your business. Mm-hmm. How would you even help your homegirl cheat? I would say, okay, actually, we're going to come back to this. I need to walk it back. I have helped my she, homegirl cheat. Who? Me? Uh, no. I'm like, I ain't never cheated. <laughs> <laughs> no, my other friend from way back. Okay. But only in that, and it made her oh, boyfriend end up hating me. Yeah. But I it wasn't even, that. I basically told her like, hey, you can always say you're with me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. You come to town and you going to see this other nigga or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I think one time she forgot she had her location on and she pulled up, we pulled up to her ex's house and I was like, just say it was me. Mm-hmm. Just say it was me. I, but I would do the same thing. Or if my friend was like unhappy in a situation, oh, I'm definitely helping you cheat. <laughs> like if you if you telling me if I because I understand if you be with a nigga for a long ass time, it's hard to just leave that nigga. You know I get it. So you know if it's still in that early stage and you like considering leaving that nigga and say you need somebody to watch your kids or something like that, mm-hmm. I got you, sis. Or you? Oh, what about you okay? Know? Let's say you got a homegirl who hits you up. Let's say I hit you up and I'm like. Hey girl, I got this whole mission. This nigga trying to take me out of the country, but I got to tell my nigga that I'm with you, that we going on a trip together. So I kind of need you to not post on your social media. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think you can do that? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Whole time I'm be like, yeah, you know, me, me and Taylor took a quiet getaway. We wasn't really taking pictures. It was just relaxing. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, niggas, they try to act like they don't, but they be on your friend's they be page. They be checking. They looking at stories. Mm-hmm. They doing all of that. Mm-hmm. So she like, girl, I just need you to not post because then he's going to know that you're in town mm-hmm. and I'm in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Whatever I'm like, whatever you need, sis. I got you. I'ma hold it down for real, for real. Now, what about if it was your son? If it was my son, nah. Because I feel like as an adult, you already created these habits and patterns. This is you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's why I said like, if I'm not about to help you portray to be this good, solid person, if that's not you. And like my son, he's still in the process of, especially if he's young, like he's still in the process of learning these behaviors. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna teach that to you. But you it's, see, boys do it all the time. They bring girls they do, out, they mama, and girls that. feel special. So what you gonna tell him, like, don't be bringing all these girls in front of me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna act like... Yeah. Okay, I'm on, a, I'm on the same level. Yeah. I, I might even help my brother cheat. And I look at my brother like a son sometimes, but, like, he already grown. Like, it, I can't teach you, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're already... You're, you've already created your ways. So, you are who you are at this point. Okay. But I'm not gonna teach that to my son. I know it's hypocritical, but... No, I feel it. <laughs> it is what it is. Because, I mean, there's no hope for this generation exactly. now. We might as well like, try to change the next one. I can't, I can't force you to not cheat. Right. Like, so, I mean, I'm your friend. I'm here for you. So, whatever you need from me, I'm, I got you. All right, y'all. Deliver Cheat is coming to a city near you in <laughs> summer of 2028. I've done it to more of my homeboys than homegirls, though. Let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next topic. Priding yourself. Um, what is one thing that you pride yourself on? Um, I would say, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to say for me, this might sound vague, but like, I really be taking the word loyal too far. 
Why do you think too far? I, bitch, I, I'm still cool with people I should not still be cool with, I feel like. I agree. Like, I feel like unless you just, like, kill me or somebody in my family, like, I'd be like, well, everybody, you know, people are fucked up. Like, fucked up people need friends, too. I always say that. And I feel like sometimes I be, I pride myself on being loyal, but sometimes I just be doing the most. I think I pride myself on... It's going to sound vague, maybe, or lame. I was going to say, like, my personality, (laughs) I guess. I think that, and this is me tooting my own horn, but I think that I'm, I think that anybody will generally say that I'm pretty different. (laughs) And I like that about myself. I really do. So, um, yeah, I love that. Whether it's my music taste, the stuff I like to watch. Like, I don't know a lot of people that are as into, like, scary stuff or, like, supernatural stuff you know so i i i I think that i'm pretty well-rounded honestly yes (laughs) well-rounded thank you i mean i remember ty had asked us she had asked us like those three or four questions Mm -hmm. and one of them where she asked you who do you think your most versatile friend is and you said it was me Mm -hmm. and i was like bro yes like (laughs) yes me those are my favorite kind of compliments like guys telling me like wow like maybe i've never missed and you know it could be game but Mm -hmm. uh i think i take it more serious sometimes yeah i never met anyone like you or like i think ty said the other day she said wow she's like you have the craziest life i said bitch you're lying she (laughs) said i know multiple people who would agree with me and i'm like wow so i like that yeah and i like that i'm Mm open-minded i think you taught me to be more open-minded yeah and i think you taught (laughs) me to um be more (laughs) closed-minded Be more considerate of things. <laughs> to have more standards is what I would say. Because <laughs> it, it's crazy. I think of our conversations and they've totally evolved. Mm-hmm. Like they have. Like sometimes when I hear you talk, I'm like, oh yeah. And then sometimes when I hear myself talk, I'm like, I sound like Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those two things for the most part. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I'm trying to think if I have another one of priding myself on. I feel like, you know what? I'm a very secure person. That yeah. I would pride myself on that. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I've been like that at an early age. And I think that's a very good thing to have. I think you should pride yourself on so many people just fucking love you. Like they like fall in love and stay in love. Like it's sometimes it's like, I'm like, she doesn't even try. (laughs) She does not to sound like a hater, but I'm like, this bitch doesn't even try. There's something about loyalty though. Like people fucking love Taylor, bro. Like that's funny. It just comes naturally. People love you too, though. Everybody I bring around, y'all, all of my closest friends have literally became your closest friends. I work for that. I she work said, I for earned, that. I earned that. I worked for every last one of those votes, bitch. Fair and square. Bitch, you deserve it. I'm just saying. So, and we could do the loyalty thing, too. I think I'm very loyal as well. Yeah, I, I agree. I've never really had to test it, honestly. Yeah, you but, really um, haven't, though. Like, yeah. But um, I somehow I ended up with a, like a loyal ass group of friends. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I pride myself on those people. As yeah, well, we got so. lucky as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bitch, let's break. Okay, break. You ready, Lex? I'm ready. Okay. Wild or wild not, I'm the cool ex that can talk to you like we never fucked before. Wild? What the <laughs> fuck? I hate when niggas do that. Really? I don't like that. Like when they act like that y'all ain't never have sex? Yeah, like I'll, I'll, when they start talking to me about stuff where I'm just like, why would you think I want to hear about this? Mm-hmm. Like we, like, and the thing is, I'll be talking to a nigga real cool, real cool. Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about shit like fucking bitches or something. And I'm like, you done got too comfortable. Cause yeah. I, why would I want to hear about that? Yeah. What about you? It's not wild <laughs> to of me. Of course not. <laughs> um, I will definitely talk to you. Like we never had any type of emotional connection. Like I can automatically go from like, this like girlfriend mode to home girl mode like mm-hmm. instantly and forget 
who you ever was. See, first of all, I'm talking about situationships because I don't talk to my exes. Well, situationships too. I can okay. do that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't talk to my motherfucking exes. Yeah. <laughs> and if I were to talk to my exes, the reasons we aren't together are because they fucked up. So I wish one of them niggas would start talking to me about their new bitch mm-hmm. and maybe they're doing so good for her. Nigga, I don't want to hear this because you broke my heart. <laughs> and you can do that. Yeah, no, even guys like I just recently stopped having sex with or just somebody I was having sex with, I could definitely go from that mode to like homegirl mode in 0.3 seconds. I could, maybe I could, you know what, actually, um, what do we used to call him? Demon dick? Devil dick? Oh, yeah. Mm C-H? Him, I can talk to like that, and I've realized this because we quit fucking around on my terms this Mm -hmm. time. And since I don't want anything, he recently was telling me about he's, thinking about breaking up with his girl mm-hmm. and I love her. So I was really giving him like for real, for real advice. Like, you know, really make sure it might just be a rough patch. Talk to her. I'm giving him real advice, mm-hmm. but because I don't want that from him anymore. But if I'm talking to a guy where things didn't work out because it wasn't good timing on their part mm-hmm. or they weren't ready or it just ended not because I wanted it to end. I'm not that mature. Mm. No, I don't want to talk to you about how you're doing great for this other bitch. Yeah. Like, why you couldn't do that for me? I'm trying to think if I ever done it. I'm because I feel like that's kind of like switching code, like in a sense. Like, I'm trying to think if I ever switch code to a nigga I'm just like, like in love with. You know, mm. I feel like it is easier when you're not emotionally attached. Yeah. Because I don't really care. Whatever I say, it don't really affect how I don't. I don't really care what you think about me no more, Mm -hmm. you know, to a certain extent. So even if I am, which I can't imagine myself, even if I am in homegirl mode telling you all the niggas I fuck, because that's just not me in general. But like, if I was just talking about anything, I could see me like kind of not holding back, but like being considerate of what I say. If I'm around a nigga that like, I seriously like Mm -hmm. rather than somebody, I'm just like, well, nigga, I really, I'm kind of over you. So I don't really care where this goes. I could do it, but I don't think I've ever done it to somebody I'm emotionally connected to. Okay. If that makes sense. No, I feel that. Yeah, but I guess that's X, so that's what makes it. Very true. Yeah. Sometimes you just outgrow shit. Mm -hmm. And with that said, I came across this video on the Twitterverse, and people had a lot to say, but Mm -hmm. let me go ahead and let you listen to it. Okay. I turned 40 and these are things that I would not do again in my 20s and 30s. I would not get married. I met my husband when I was 24 and we got married when I was 29. At the time, I thought that this was like the ideal situation. I met the perfect age to get married. But what I realized was in the four years that we were married, I grew so much as a person. I graduated from business school, started my own business. I just became such a different person that I didn't feel like he was the best fit for me anymore. And I don't think I could have realized that at 29 when I said yes. If I could do it again, I would have allowed myself to have so much more growth in my life before I made a decision on a life partner. And it's really nothing against that partner specifically, but it was more about the direction that I wanted my life to take. My interests by 35 were unrecognizable to my younger self. And I don't think it would have been fair for me to take him on this journey if I didn't think that he was the right partner for the version of me that was to come. So, what do you think about this? Met the guy at 24, married Mm -hmm. at 29, goes to school, starts a business, feels like she's essentially outgrown him. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Do you understand that? Yeah, yes, I definitely understand that. Especially being so young, I always be like, I can't, I feel sorry for anybody who got married at the age of like 18 19 because mm-hmm. i feel like that's crazy like you don't even really know who you are at that time so i could definitely see how she outgrown him um at that young of an age for sure i yeah i can relate okay um <clears throat> do you i don't know i kind of at first when i when i saw the video i was kind of like I mean, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. Then I started reading the comments and I was like, uh, comments were basically mostly from guys. And they were like, yo, uh, typically it's women that do this. Um, Mm -hmm. They outgrow somebody or they get with somebody when they're on one level and then they do better. Maybe they're able to quit their job and go to school because they have a husband supporting them. Then they start these businesses and they level up to this new life. Maybe they get surgeries. Maybe they start doing things. And now all of a sudden they crave this different life. Mm -hmm. and now they're asking for a divorce and people are like you know 
that's kind of fucked up because what do the vows mean? The husband mm-hmm. didn't cheat. The husband didn't beat you. He didn't get addicted to something, you know. So what is the for better or worse? Like, what is that worth? Mm-hmm. You can just decide, oh, I don't want this anymore because I outgrew it. Mm-hmm. I think my opinion on that is I don't want to really use the word maturity, but maybe like in her terms, she's, she may have matured and maybe the other person hasn't. Or I feel like like maybe y'all's morals and values have changed. Like y'all, they don't align anymore. I think that's important when you have a partner. You have to have the same morals, values, and beliefs or it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So y'all could have gotten into a situation where she like had the same morals and values as you they were in line but then as years went by like they changed so y'all don't really have that same belief anymore you know how can y'all stay connected like that i'm curious to know if she tried to make it work Mm -hmm. it'd be one thing if she actually tried and then he was like you know i didn't sign up for this life because maybe Mm -hmm. she's decided you know i found myself and now i'm a social media creative director and now she's or she's trying to vlog or maybe she's trying to you know just shine a light on her personal life and i can Mm -hmm. see a husband being like i didn't sign up for this like i'm not Mm -hmm. trying to do this and him dipping but if it's a situation i don't know where you just start feeling yourself and then you're just like this isn't working for me anymore and i'm Mm kind of like i mean i'm all for i don't know because marriage for me is something that you know I don't even know if I'm going to do it because it's that serious. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm just like, well, what's the point of the vows in the first place? Mm -hmm. Like through sickness, through health, through better for worse. Like people are really just leaving for almost anything. Yeah. But honestly, and I'm, I do feel like the vows that were set in place and in stone, I do think something should be updated to the time. You know, like I do think, Back in that time or just even like when our parents was growing up or before when their parents was growing up, marriage was a very, I think we took it more seriously because we kind of had to, Mm -hmm. because it was like, without being married, it was like, you really didn't have a life. Like you really couldn't have a life, you know? So it was like, now that like times have changed, which Mm -hmm. they have. And it's like at any moment, yeah, if a woman is not feeling herself or she, if she's not feeling at her best or if she you know, is with this person who no longer, you you don't have this connection anymore. Yeah, leave. Why would you be with somebody you're not happy? You know, and I think we are taught that if you're unhappy in a marriage, you're supposed to stay and work it out and try to fix it, which, okay, you know, it's up to the person's discretion. Both of y'all, y'all both have to be willing to try to make it work and work it out. But how long can we try to do this and make it work, you know? And it's like divorce is a thing. So divorce doesn't always just have to be about cheating you know like i feel like if you're unhappy in the situation or you feel like that connection is no longer there at that point you just kind of you feel like you're living with a roommate probably Mm -hmm. and i feel like to have a partner is to be like for me i want my partner to be like my soulmate i want to have a connection like i want to be aligned like spiritually mentally emotionally physically you know so it's like we don't have that connection anymore yeah this is kind of dead yeah, I think um, I do think that maybe we should abolish vows and everybody write their own and be like, I promise to stay as long as is healthy for both of us. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Personalize your vows, yeah. definitely. But um, I don't know, bro. That's that's really part of why I'm just very nervous about getting married. And I see why mm-hmm. some guys, you know, a lot of guys are nervous about getting married, probably because they don't want to give up the bachelor life. But it's just... Um, it's so easy for people to leave. Like you could feel Mm -hmm. like you're doing everything right, but if you're not fulfilling this person, then those vows go out the window Mm -hmm. and it's like, wow, this sucks. So, I mean, and sometimes (laughs) I see why business, I mean, marriage can be a business uh, deal Mm -hmm. for some people because love isn't enough. Cause somebody could just decide in a few years that it's, you know, something could change in their life Mm -hmm. and they pursue something different. And all of a sudden you've just wasted years of your life and it's like well let's at least make it beneficial business wise or mm-hmm. something it needs to be some other perks for me but also i think that should be an open communication like our podcast we listen to one of our the female on there and she's very open about her how her and her significant partner say like okay every so so many years we need to like re do oh, yeah. this contract. Like a contract so that's letting her partner know like Look, there could be a time where we could wake up one day and I want to divorce you. You know, I think that should be a communication thing. Like if you, I think you should marry somebody where y'all both 
um, well, the vows signify that importance to both of y'all. Like y'all both value what the Bible says when it comes to vows. Mm -hmm. I think y'all should have that understanding. So that way y'all both know, like, look, we in this shit till we die. Whereas somebody else who doesn't feel the same way, like, I mean, like, I always say, I don't really know how I feel about marriage. Like, I always say I would prefer to have a long-term partner just mm-hmm. in the event, like, divorce is a lot. Do I even want to go through that? Like, and maybe in 30 years, I might wake up and be like, I just feel like we're not that connected anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that should be definitely be a conversation. So, yes. Okay. Um. So what do you think about, we're talking about outgrowing each other. Do you think that's equivalent to like falling out of love or do you think that's a whole nother thing? Yeah, I think they kind of have to go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, I don't know. You know, you hear about these married couples that divorce and they still love each other. You know, they're still great friends. They just out. Yeah. So I don't, I think they're two different things. I feel like falling out or growing out of love or what is it outgrowing yeah outgrowing i feel like that's like i just explained you guys have kind of like gone different paths as humans as as a person you know like you no longer are in line i feel like falling out of love you do things in physical form to show love you know so i feel like if you're not able to date each other if you're not able to like spend time with each other or like really have those deep in inner emotional conversations I think that can cause somebody to fall out of love because you're not able to express it you know if y'all mm-hmm. not around each other say the husband he working 20 hours a day and the wife is at home being the mom and cooking and cleaning there's kind of a disconnect it's not that y'all are falling you know I don't think y'all are growing apart because say y'all still have the same morals values in life I don't think I just think y'all are falling out of love because y'all don't have that time to express that love and show that love I think I agree. I think because I think without growing somebody, there could still be a love there. Mm-hmm. And you could even be remorseful. Like, I'm I don't necessarily want this to end, but I know this isn't going to work for mm-hmm. the life that I want for myself or where I see my future going. It's not going to work versus falling out of love. You know, you're kind of just done with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to make like there's nothing else here for me. Like, see, I disagree. I think falling out of love is kind of just as easy as falling in love. I think I've fallen out of love with somebody. And I think it's, you know, you have those times where it's like, okay, now this person is able to show his love or express his love. And then you kind of fall back in love again. Like I've fallen out of love and then fall back, fell back in love again. Do you think you were fully falling out of love if you fell back in love again? I think I was. I think you can fall in love just as much as you fall out of love. Like I think... Because before you even get in love, you're not in love. It's not like you're falling out of love, but you you have to learn to fall in love with this person, you know? So I think when y'all have that disconnect in the household, it's kind of like y'all broke up. And then once y'all start having those physical connections and emotional connections, you kind of start falling in love again. So I do think you can fall out of love and then fall in love again. But I feel like when y'all grow apart, I think that's dead. Like, I don't think there's no way for you to rekindle that. Mm. Yeah, so I do think it's two different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. And let me throw in one more topic. I don't have the details up because I had this written down so long ago. But basically, Selena Gomez mm-hmm. was in need of a was it a kidney, kidney? Mm-hmm. or maybe it was a liver? Oh, you said kidney. Well, I don't know. Do but you if have- it was alcohol and stuff, that's a liver. If it was because of like alcohol and stuff, let me look at it. Let me look at it. <laughs> Okay, so basically, Selena Gomez, um, she's had history with drug abuse, mm-hmm. alcohol abuse. But was that her, Demi? I feel I like Demi. Up. I feel like it's Demi Lovato. Okay, never mind. So, well, anyways, yeah, <laughs> I was like, Selena, really? <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Selena had been diagnosed with lupus. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, in 2011, um, it's an autoimmune disease that causes the body to attack healthy parts of itself. Mm-hmm. So, back in 2017, actor and friend Francia Risa donated her kidney to Selena Gomez. They had been friends for 10 years. Prior to the transplant, the star had said that her own kidneys were just done due to lupus-related organ damage. And so basically, Selena didn't know what to do. She was having all these complications. The donor list is 7 to 10 years long. So she decided to get tested to see if she could find a donor close to her. Mm -hmm. Basically, 
her friend of 10 years donates this kidney to her that that's failing Mm -hmm. and now selena has been seen out partying and drinking Mm -hmm. and her friend is very concerned because bitch that's my kidney Mm -hmm. and it was big for me to give it to you and this is how the fuck you're treating it do you think the friend has a right to feel some type of way no i feel like you can feel it but don't say it i feel like in times like that you're being selfless so it's like you can't like halfway be selfless you know what i mean it's like giving away money it's like if somebody asks you for some money you'd be like here you ain't gotta pay me back or you you giving away money you can't like be pocket pitting them because it's like you gave the money so you can't be like oh where are you spending my money Mm -hmm. you can't do that you know you could think it but i don't think you should say it or like i don't think you should express that because that's going to make the other person feel bad and what you want her to do cut out her fucking womb and give you back the kidney is nothing (laughs) she can do yeah i would definitely feel some type of way but i mean what can you say what can you do yeah but actually this brings up a big topic i ain't write it down but we just gonna freestyle it okay when it comes to accepting gifts, mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't strike me as the type to accept a gift from somebody if you don't like from a guy, mm-hmm. even or accept a drink or something if you don't plan on entertaining it mm-hmm. or whatever. But in my head, I think that that's crazy because you gave it to me because you wanted to give it to me. Why are you giving me something mm-hmm. with only expectations of getting something that you want out of it? I agree. And it's kind of like we're saying, like, I mean, uh, bitch, you was being selfless. You gave it because you wanted to give it. Don't be pocket watching what the fuck I'm doing for the next hour because I accepted a drink from you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of women would be like, bitch, why would you accept this gift from this man if you had no intentions? Yeah, because I think it's it's different gestures. Like, I feel like we know what accepting a drink means. And I feel like you, we can't get mad at a guy for thinking that. Like, if he's willingly, openly saying Hey, here usually a drink is a, a kind of a token of initiation like I'm I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Cuz if we if we're at a club, let's be honest, and a guy's looking at us or he want to talk to us, we'll our first instinct would be like, "Well, you you need to buy me a drink." Mm-hmm. Or like, "You need to at least buy me a drink." So you know what that's equivalent to. But isn't that crazy that you need to be selfish and not say nothing about a kidney, but when it comes to a $18 drink, that's when it's like no i think it has different meanings like i think i think it it has different meanings me giving you my kidney i mean like that's you know that's health wise bitch you could have died like i'm out of it's way more valuable than a drink it's way more valuable but we know what a drink means like we know what that that's like if a guy asks you out on a date you know this nigga not just trying to spend money on just a random chick when and her not give you interest like he not trying to take the time out of his day and give you that type of energy if he not wanting the same in return it's like me sending, it's like a, me cash apping a nigga. Or, like, I'm not cash apping no nigga. And I hope you don't expect no nigga, me to just be cash apping you willingly and not thinking I like you. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. If a nigga thought that, I would be like, use your head. I'm on the other side of the spectrum because I'd be accepting gifts from niggas. I told you I had this one nigga over a span of a month and a half sent me 850 on Cash App. And I mean, that's never, cool. never met this nigga. Never said I had any intention of getting to know him. I was just giving conversation on Twitter and shit. Mm-hmm. And this nigga. And then I started feeling him getting a little more demanding. I haven't really been giving him no attention lately. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, you being a little weird. Like, I don't like that shit. And part of me, a little bit of me was like, damn bitch you done accepted all this money from this nigga and now you don't even want to talk to him but in my head i'm like okay this is a grown-ass man and also he was doing it with i feel like you know it's a risk whether when a nigga takes a bitch out on a date there's a risk Mm -hmm. because even if she does accept the date like i might like him she could still decide she don't like you on the fucking date right and either way you coming up out of money but you take the chance because that's what you decided to lead with you know Mm -hmm. so sometimes i've i don't know part of me is like okay now i'm not gonna lie and act like i don't understand that accepting something from a guy does come with expectations Mm -hmm. because there's certain things that i will not accept from certain niggas 
because you know I know what they're expecting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I that's be, like I feel like that's like when the when we be talking about like a guy buying or you know say a guy bought you a car like you're not about to take that shit if you're not interested in it like you know damn well mm-hmm. that nigga wants something from you you know like let's just be realistic like even I feel like we had a situation remember I was telling you like my homeboy he was talking to this girl and her ex bought her a car and we was both looking at him crazy like nigga you know they still messing around you but my know? thing is i'm looking at him crazy and not her crazy because she accepted it and it's like okay bitch but right. i'm looking at him crazy because like nigga manage your money better why would you do that mm-hmm. but it's like, still we looking at him because we know he not just buying her a car just for no reason you know like they still got something going on there we telling him like bruh i know you you know they still linked in you know I don't know, man. In this day and age, I feel like niggas use money as a tool, right? They use it to sometimes pad their game or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a risky game, but... It is a risky game. Yeah, I'm just like... I I just feel like a nigga... Don't offer a bitch... First off, don't overextend yourself. Don't Mm -hmm. be offering bitches something that you can't afford to... That you can't afford to lose if you don't get what you want. Mm -hmm. So if you gonna get mad that you just bought a bitch a $14 drink at the bar because she ain't want to go home with you, you probably shouldn't have spent that $14, Mm -hmm. my nigga. Like, you should have just held on to it and tried to lead with some conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's his loss. Like, I don't know. I mean, if you're doing it, like, to prove you got money, that's a whole different situation. I feel like you'll buy a drink for a nigga just to prove you got money. But if it's more so, like, your intentions are showing you're interested in her, and mm. that's why you bought the drink, and she play you, like, okay, I'm gonna take it anyway. Like, I feel like that's messed up, you know? Honestly, I, there's there's no scenario where I feel bad for taking a drink from a nigga. But, um... I would say I would I, I feel less bad when it's niggas who lead with money and don't try to offer any rapport. But if it's a nigga that's really tried to get to know me or mm-hmm. like has been vulnerable or like is really showing me who they are as a person, no, I'm not gonna just take it. I'm be like, no, I can't accept that. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm complaining about something, they're like, let me send this. No, I can't accept that or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it the first time at least. I think the vibe matters though. Like even um like for example in Atlanta, I'm not gonna lie, any nigga that's probably buying me a drink, they probably want something in return but me and my homegirl went to houston not too long ago and nigga like you could tell he was just trying to have a good time like he was like oh what y'all doing over here and was like oh we just here for this this and this he was like okay well you know hope y'all have a good night he just bought like you could tell he wasn't trying to fuck us you know Mm -hmm. he wasn't trying to like do whatever like he really was just like hey i'm here i'm trying to have a good time i want y'all to have a good time and he bought us drinks and he went about his business like that's cool you could read the room but if it's a nigga that's literally like he you feel like he been staring at you all night he been on your dick all night he been coming up to you trying to dance with you and then he buy you a drink don't take that drink sis because you know he trying to fuck with you Sometimes so, I feel like drink drinks to me are an icebreaker. You know, they're an icebreaker and it's like, it's not a guarantee. And I think that a guy's in the wrong for thinking that a drink means like, oh yeah, she finna let me fuck her. Mm-hmm. Like, but niggas be stupid and they don't get that sometimes. But in my head, I'm just like, nigga, it's a drink. Like, you thought I was gonna fuck off of a drink? And like, not fuck off, some but like, expect that. but entertain. Like, I think it's a difference. Cause like you said, even if you go on a first date, you still are entertaining it because there's mm-hmm. potential. Mm-hmm. But if you know there's no potential, like if you, you know your type, you know, like if a nigga walk up to you and you like, I will never in my life talk to this nigga. You know what? Skirt. I'm not even gonna entertain you. I don't even want to be You're in right. this situation. It's niggas I'm not gonna accept a drink from. Exactly. But if they're weirdest fucking ugliest fuck, because first off, off of that itself, I'm gonna be like, if I accept this drink from this nigga, he gonna come over here and want to talk all night, mm-hmm. and I don't want him in my face. No, but sometimes it be niggas. Not everybody is just ugly as fuck. So sometimes it be a nigga where I really don't know. But y'all take the drink. Still have no intention of going home with this nigga. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sure, we can. I'll take the drink from mm-hmm. you. Like I don't know. You not mm-hmm. taking no drinks. Not if I'm, I'm trying not, to think how not interested. Like unless it's like a guy that come over and he buying it for like the whole week. I think we had a situation where say, feel like he was we, buying it for the whole table, and that's mm-hmm. like I said that you can read a room. He just trying to have a good time. Like he not trying to overextend himself. I think he just being as ladies man. You know, mm-hmm. like he see a room full of ladies and he like bet okay boom. And then I think in his eyes he probably like whichever one of them want to fuck with me. 
you know, but I don't think I've never been in a situation where a guy that like, I, I think one time, I don't know if it was me and you or like me and somebody else, but a guy was trying to buy us drinks and like, I knew I wasn't interested and I'm just like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Cause you're not about to be trying to talk to me all night. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not even about to give you that act to make yeah. you think because i feel like once i accept it and it's like oh, okay well damn she liked me to a certain extent or she want to at least get to know me mm -hmm. and it's like i'm not even about to trick you like that like we're not even about to go i don't even have the energy to fake it like i want to fuck with you i just hate you know? that niggas think that that equip that that's the equivalent you know that they mm -hmm. think if they buy somebody a drink that they're owed something i really mm. hate that I don't know. I mean, I don't think it means you owe something, but I think we have to be like... I, I think that think they expect to... something. They expect something if they buy you a drink. I don't think they expect sex off bag, but I think they I think they expect the conversation. Let me say that. I think okay. they wish they should. I could do a conversation. Yeah, yeah a conversation and that's fine. why I'm like, if I'm not even interested in having a conversation with you, I'm not going to accept a drink. Okay. That's that's my point. Like I'm not thinking about you buy a drink, I want to have sex with you or even go home with you. I mean mm -hmm. like even a conversation. You know the type of niggas you want to even have a conversation with, you know? Yeah, so if true. you're not even willing to have a conversation, I don't think you should accept be accepting a drink. Cuz mm -hmm. I think uh, buying a drink is a token of a conversation. Like or either like I said a situation where niggas just being niggas and they just want to show, you know, make sure everybody having a good time. Cuz when we go out with our homegirl, her nigga, he buy all of us shots, you mm -hmm. know? Or I was watching a what was I watching something or reading something? And she was like, oh, I was listening to a live. And this girl was like, she stopped doing hair because one of her clients uh, was trying to fuck with her nigga. And the only reason why she was trying to fuck with her nigga is because her nigga, they was in the club. And I guess he seen her or something like that. And he bought them a drink. Mm -hmm. He bought them like a shot or a drink. She was like, my nigga do that to every bitch he know. You mm -hmm. know, like he just a, 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 a woman's man like if he know you he not about to just see you in the club and not be like hey you good what you want and that's what I, I'm about to say I like niggas like and, that and who that's don't cool. expect it they did and it because cool. they wanted to buy you a drink but I feel yeah. like you can read the room you know mm -hmm. what I mean like I feel like don't take people like don't take advantage of people who you know that's not what they want when you know somebody really trying to fuck with you or trying to like pursue you i feel like don't take that drink sis because you already know what's about to come with that you mm -hmm. know but if you could read a room and you could tell this nigga just you know he got a little bread he want to make sure everybody having a good time it is what it is i feel like that's cool and i feel it but sometimes when you're in the zone like you're also in the club mm -hmm. music's playing you've already been drinking Sometimes, a lot of times, I can make that decision or read mm -hmm. the room and stuff like that. But sometimes, I don't want to have to think for this nigga, which is why I want niggas out of their own mind to understand that if I'm going to offer this girl a drink, she might not, you know, it might, she might just think mm -hmm. that I'm just trying to provide the vibe. Because sometimes you, you just chilling, talking with your friends and somebody, you, the waitress come pass you a drink. You're like, who's this from? She's mm -hmm. like, him over there. You're like, you're like, oh. Thank you. Like, mm -hmm. go back to turn it up. Now this nigga think like, okay, okay, let me walk over there. Mm -hmm. I could have thought that you just was trying to add to my vibe. I don't know. Like, See, Lex, you being, you acting, you acting like my homeboy now. He like, when he be acting like he don't know what's going on. No, he act like people force him into situations. I'm just giving like, like I said, I feel like in that situation, by all my homegirls, like, Buy all of my homegirls drinks. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to be on no, like, never on no gold digger type shit or nothing like that. But I'm saying, like, if you pointed me out mm -hmm. at a group, you know, mm -hmm. you clearly want to talk to me out of yeah. everybody. So it's like, okay, who bought the drink? Okay, I'm looking. I, if that nigga is nowhere near your type, not your style, not your, like, I'm good. Because now the nigga about to come over there and try to have a conversation. I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. And yes, right now I could totally say you are correct. But mm -hmm. I'm saying that sometimes when you are in the thick of it, just like when you are in the thick of it, sometimes now, I'm on 10 I feel like, and I'm and what I'm be like, who's it from? They point to him. Nah, now yes. this nigga waiting for me outside the fucking club. Like he gonna wait. Okay, set it down. Like. Mm -hmm. I, Sometimes like, give it to another bitch. And if he and then if he do walk <laughs> over, okay, if he does walk over, try to talk, I'm not gonna be like, no, I'm gonna be like, oh, thank you. Oh, 
I'm not interested, I'm but good. thank you. Like, and then mm-hmm. I can tell him I'm not interested. And then if he get an attitude, then that's a whole nother problem. Mm-hmm. But no, sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes I'm very worried about embarrassing other people, which is something that I also, that's not something that I do pride myself on. Mm-hmm. But I don't like embarrassing other people. So if a nigga sitting over there with his friends and they bring me a drink and they looking to see my reaction, I'm not going to be like, which one? No, I'm good. Like... Because uh, I'm going to be worried about the repercussions See. of that. I'm not lying. Like, I could lie to you. That's like when your whole Now these niggas over there wishing harm on me. Like, don't be over there mad at me. Fuck that bitch. Like, I'm minding my. Let me just take this fucking drink, bro. But that's the same as your homeboy saying, I got a homeboy for you. And you, like, wish one. He'd be like, that way. You, like. I'm not walking over there because now I gotta fuck. Now you say you got a homeboy for me. Now I gotta go fuck him. No, I'm not doing that. Like, <laughs> and then after buying it, okay, so you accept the drink. Now, okay, what if it is somebody you want to talk to? Are you expecting him to come over, or do you go over there? Because it's like he bought you the drink. Do you take the extra, the second, you know, step? Yeah, too many factors are in that. Let's yeah. say, let's say if he's sitting over by like the bathroom, I know I'm gonna have to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I can see myself getting up to go to the bathroom and maybe saying something to him on the way, like, "Oh, thank you for the drink." Mm-hmm. If he's all the way over there, I'm not gonna get exactly. up, walk over to another section in front of people, like, "Hey, so you bought me the drink?" No, I'm gonna let him leave his group and come. So it depends. If he's mm-hmm. with a group of people, they doing that, he gonna have to leave his group and come to me mm-hmm. and follow up on it. So cool. You know what I would prefer though. After this conversation, I would prefer a guy to like make his connection first, and then mean? like you know whether oh, you like, like come by or like you know say something or like we you know say we've been making eye contact the whole time and we've been staring each other down or you know I don't know little stuff like that. I feel like that's when you buy a drink because like you know you could you could feel a vibe you know mm-hmm. so you know she already feeling you. Mm-hmm. It's the difference between y'all niggas staring and she catch you staring though. Okay. I'm I'm saying when y'all both been like eyeing each other down the whole night, you know, I would prefer that cuz it's not awkward on the mm-hmm. other person's hand either like if she don't want to take it, it's not awkward on you or embarrassing on you and then the woman doesn't feel uncomfortable so it's like kind of make your connection first guys and then try to offer the drink. Mm-hmm. I feel like that will put everybody in a better situation. Yeah. You know? Now it's vice versa. I was thinking about it. I've never I might have bought a guy a drink, but that's not something. Maybe once in my life have I bought a guy a drink. I don't think I ever. Maybe now, if we was already on a date. In that case, I would say the guy should come over. If a girl sends a guy mm-hmm. a drink, then he should come over. Agreed. But imagine how embarrassing it would be if you decide, you're like, I think I'm going to send this nigga a drink. Mm-hmm. And you send him a drink, and he look over there, and he'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Okay. That's embarrassing. That's why I'm like, get the connection first. I would, no, I would rather he take the drink. And then if he doesn't come just over, don't. I know he doesn't like me, you know? Yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, I just need, if you send a girl a drink, I need you to be able to understand that there's a risk. Mm-hmm. I might have to deal with some rejection. So yeah, send me over the drink. I'm the type of the bitch. You're going to take I'm it. I'm going to take it. And when you do come over, I'll talk to you. Mm-hmm. But when I, I'm going to be friendly, like, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And when I don't, when I'm not fucking with you. You should still be able to handle that. Mm-hmm. Be like, damn. Well, okay. I, like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, you the type of bitch to give a nigga your number because they ask. Because I don't want to get shot in the fucking face. <laughs> I <Yes>. feel it. <laughs> I don't want to get followed home. I don't want no nigga. Man, fuck that bitch. Like, I don't. <laughs> niggas is unstable. So niggas yes, is unstable. I don't like. I don't like provoking these creatures, bro. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna take it. I don't know what to tell you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I took that. Nigga I need to start going around with a, like a bodyguard or some shit, mm-hmm. or like just a nigga around us when we go out. Cause niggas do get ruthless mm-hmm. for real, for real. They are. I'm like, we really be just be out in these streets sometimes, and it just be us women. We don't be having no niggas with us. Mm-hmm. I'm like, niggas is crazy, and we be in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We need to start reconsidering. That's <laughs> all I'm like, bitch. You, the thing is. <laughs> saying no to a nigga's drink just cause you like I don't like how niggas act when they get embarrassed some niggas get a little unstable when they get embarrassed if they feel embarrassed mm-hmm. oh this bitch thinks she too good for me or oh, in front of my niggas and blah 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 and then now this motherfucker got a vendetta against you and you don't even know you back chilling with your homies and then you go outside and is that the nigga from inside the club why is he coming over here and now it's some shit so Mm-mm-mm. Okay, girl. Well, um, have you been watching anything? Um, so you know how I be when I be in my binge bag. I'll binge watch a show. SWAT. And then what do I do? Rewatch it. Are you rewatching SWAT? Yeah. 
Jag fattar inte. Ja, sista Um, this bitch don't pay attention to shit. I know, and I'm I'm like on what episode like twelve, and I'm like, damn, don't remember this shit. So I'll be having to go back and watch it again. I am currently I'm trying to get through these two shows. So I'm watching a Discovery of Witches on AMC Plus. It's great. It's supernatural. It's about the division between vampires, witches, and demons. So, you know, I'm in heaven. It's hitting all the worlds. Um, <laughs> trying to get through that so that I can go back to MGM because I watched episode one of War of the Worlds series. I love the movie. The movie is the one with Dakota Fanning and um, I think that's Tom Cruise. You watched War of the Worlds, right? Mm-mm. You don't watch stuff like that. Oh, that's like a old. It's kind of old. Know, but it's, it's like a big some one. end of the world type shit. And it's like aliens and Taking so over. that one was good so i said what's this series talking about good as fuck i watched episode one i said fuck i need to finish discovery <laughs> of witches so i can come back to this shit and then walking dead just came out with another spinoff called city of the walking dead where it follows maggie and negan y'all know i love me some negan and so i haven't even been able to start that yet because i'm like i don't want to start three shows at once Mm. and then they just announced that (sighs) and then they just announced that they're dropping another spinoff of walking dead in the fall following daryl so i'm like oh my, i'm in heavy y'all know i love the walking dead universe so oh bitch we should go see that scary movie in the movies while we off if it's still there boogeyman oh yeah yeah i want to though okay yeah we should definitely go okay well myspace song my myspace song is going to be it's called jigging by edub i know it's old y'all but okay you know, bitch. Hobby with these who are songs. you my nigga be putting me on. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do Okay Cool, the remix by CEO Trail and Gunna. CEO Trail has been my song of the week um, previously. Yeah, he got this song with Gunna. It's probably like a year old, but I really like it. So Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, thank y'all for tuning in to our 60th episode and by the time y'all hear this, it's going to be 4th of July, which is a holiday we don't celebrate. Or actually, no, it'll be the next day. It's or not. two days It's later. not going to be the 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> so It'll be the weekend that. of the... F- just make sure y'all don't celebrate. Just make sure y'all just hang out with y'all friends and grill out. I don't want to see nobody in no red, white, and blue colors mm-hmm. or no flag because mm-hmm. we don't do that. Right. So just make sure y'all eat good and drink good and Hell be yeah. off work. That's all we celebrating. Period. Hell yeah. And we out. Bye. Period.